Welcome back to A Sane Future. I'm your host, Rich Khan. The last few weeks have been quite a hoot. Nearly every major media outlet from 60 Minutes to the Today Show to Chris Cuomo on CNN to the Washington Post to Newsweek has had something to say about the UAP UFO phenomenon. The Twitterverse is falling all over itself with reports, follow-ups, and supposed new evidence as it attempts to capitalize on this newfound interest in the subject. Pilots, former Pentagon ATIP leader Lou Elizondo, former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence Chris Mellon, and others have been interviewed ad nauseum talking about these things that can do things we never thought possible. So what does it all mean? Is this the beginning of the unraveling of the greatest secret of humankind? The answers, not much and unlikely. The focus this month has been almost entirely on objects interacting with military planes and ships, with the obvious narrative that they're unexplained and might pose a significant national security risk. Of course, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Those of us who have done considerable homework on the subject understand that this is nothing new other than the fact that the mainstream media has begun to pay attention. The lapdogs that most media outlets are have just been parroting and repackaging the 60 Minutes piece without doing any meaningful research into a subject that until this month has been looked upon mostly as pure science fiction and or a complete joke. So what happens next? Well, next on the agenda is a much-anticipated report due in June from the Director of National Intelligence. With much thanks to Bryce Sable for his dogged reporting, here's a little history. In late 2020, the Intelligence Authorization Act was passed. The Senate Select Committee on Intelligence at that point required the Director of National Intelligence to deliver a report on UAPs, or Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, within six months or 180 days, thus the due date of the end of June. The focus of the request to the DNI centers on the collection and reporting of UAPs and the links they may have to adversarial foreign governments and the attendant threats they may pose to U.S. military assets and installations. Of note here is that this was the first recognition that there is an actual UAP task force working within the Office of Naval Intelligence. Former DNI John Ratcliffe surprised many observers when he publicly stated his interest in releasing a large amount of UAP material to the public before the end of the previous administration. Sadly, he was never able to get the information organized and declassified in time to meet his deadline. Ratcliffe has been quoted as saying there are many more sightings that have not been made public. He also has talked about the maneuverability of some of these things, their incredible speeds, and the fact that they likely use technology we can't replicate. The aforementioned Senate committee is now chaired by Senator Mark Warren, who replaced acting chair Marco Rubio. Rubio has been very visible as the face of the Senate request making numerous media appearances. He clearly believes this is an issue with which he can make some hay to help in his re-election bid. Both Warner and Rubio are concerned about whether Russia or China or someone else has developed these exotic technologies and whether or not there is truly a national security risk. Thus, that will likely be the focus of any report when or if it is ever delivered. 
Former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid is among those who have been very outspoken on the UFO issue and believes, among other things, that defense contractor Lockheed Martin has been housing crash wreckage for decades. The person responsible for compiling and delivering the report is the new Director of National Intelligence, Avril Haines, the first woman to oversee the office. She will have to reach out to new Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin to take his temperature on the subject. Then there will likely be a discussion between at least President Biden and Vice President Harris. None of the above has ever spoken publicly on this issue. Probably with good reason. It is very likely that none of them knows the whole story, and whatever they may or may not know has been very carefully divulged to them, couched in the nuance of national security. Apparently, the history of presidential briefings on the topic is spotty at best. It is believed that Dwight Eisenhower was the last president to have comprehensive knowledge of the subject. He was so disturbed by what he learned that he coined the now familiar phrase, Beware the Military-Industrial Complex. Subsequent presidents have supposedly received briefings, some given more information than others. Two recent interviews with former President Obama highlight the obstacles facing the issue of disclosure. When asked by both Stephen Colbert and James Corden about the phenomenon, the former president said he couldn't talk about it. Is there anyone who can? And who actually knows the whole story and the history? The most plausible answer is that the subject has been so highly classified and compartmentalized that it would take an act of God to reveal all the components. So what should we expect from the June report? Will it be like the well-known Project Blue Book, whose purpose was to obfuscate and mislead the public? Or will it be a limited disclosure that confirms the existence of UAPs? Or a chance to really start the conversation toward full disclosure of the most carefully guarded secret of the last 70-plus years? Well, I for one think it is extremely unlikely the report will discuss the long, long history of sightings, interactions, recoveries, re-engineering, and abductions. The focus will almost certainly be very time-specific, with a sole emphasis on the last few years of events involving pilots, radar operators, and other military observers. The message? Yes, there are things out there interacting with our military and doing some very unusual things. We don't know what they are, where they come from, or who has built them. We'll continue to study them and remain on high alert to protect our military and the citizenry. That's what we will probably be told, and nothing could be further from the truth. As we await the June report, we have decided this is the right time for us to step back from our weekly podcasts, evaluate where we are, and determine what we can do to create a more valuable, thought-provoking, provocative, and engaging program for both new and existing listeners. We intend to resume our podcast this fall. Stay tuned. And as always, thanks for tuning in to A Sane Future. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to follow, rate, and review our podcast on iTunes. For our latest updates, please visit asanefuture.com and follow A Sane Future on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. This is Rich Kahn. Thanks again for listening and for all your support, and please arrive home safely.